right, gang, you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. Do you have any idea what that was supposed to be? Um, newscaster? Dead on. I wrote down newscaster intro. I fucking hate that so much. <laughs> Me too. One of, the, As if the other bullshit that I hate about the news wasn't enough... That alone is enough to make me not want to watch the news. Right. Because, like, Channel 4, you know that, uh, I don't know if you watch Channel 4, do you? No, not years and years. Okay, well, fuck it then, because it's not even going to matter. You'll be like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I watch <laughs> I watch all the channels from time to time, but... Okay, well, you know how they used to do that Great Day bullshit? Oh, yeah. In the mornings? Sure. Okay, that Claire Kellett broad that used to be on there, she does, I think, the afternoon news now. Mm-hmm. Ma used to watch that, and she was on there, and it was like, okay, she's cool, she's fine, she, on great day. Mm-hmm. But when she does the news, she tries to talk like this, and I want to strangle her. I don't know why they do that. I don't know what that affectation's all about. I've read that it's because it's got no accent, and it's like, you fucking hear people from the South, and they do it too, they're like... I was going to tell you what the story was next. They still do it even with the accent. But supposedly, I'm going to warn you now. I just noticed this. I'm in a fucking mood today. I'm kind of hyper, so. Okay. This will be fun. I'm motor mouth. They say it's because it's like it's got no accent and it it's kind of palatable to everybody. And it's like, not fucking me. <laughs> so, yeah. Anywho. Uh, hmm. I don't know. That sounds like an accent to me. It, Yeah. I mean, it's its own a- yeah. accent. Yeah, or like you said before, an affectation, because an affectation and an accent are slightly different. If you do an affectation on an accent, then you're all over the fucking map. Yeah. Should have uh, so. one of those Stephen Hawking machines deliver the news. That wouldn't get... Well... Our top story tonight. I was going to say, that wouldn't be annoying, but that's... I kind of would prefer that. That would be pretty awesome. Just have a fucking speaking spell do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anywho. (laughs) I had a joke corner, but I lost. I've been real scatterbrained today, too. I mean, more than normal. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that in the fuck this. You're like, what did I get myself into? I should have just said tomorrow. (laughs) Right. No shit. I should have gave you time to cool off or whatever. Uh, Nope. I'm coming in hot, and we're in for a show, y'all. Oh, boy. I don't fucking remember what it was. Fuck it, not that important. We've got other shit to get to, but hey, we're going to fucking do like two hours worth of shit in like 30 minutes and be out of here. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, How about we do a pimp spot? You want to do that before we get into your meat? That sounds fucked up. That kind of did. That sounded like you did that on purpose, though. You would think so, but no, honestly, no. <laughs> yeah. It just happens. Yeah, go ahead. Give me a pimp spot. All right. Play the intro. Hey, baby. What you need? Yeah. Um, how much is this going to cost me? How much you got? Whoa! Oh yeah, baby! Come on in to the Nerd Blitz Pimp Spot. Oh. 
I do that for Joe Corner, don't I? Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. For this pimp spot, I want to do something kind of different. Mm-hmm. We're going to play a game of sorts, okay? Okay. You're like, oh, fuck. What did I get myself into? I should have said yeah, tomorrow. I should have said tomorrow. <laughs> um, On the Halloween commentary, we pimped Smokey's new pod. Because fuck you, that's why. Right. Um, I... I want to pimp it again because, you know, they're being so cool to us with playing ads and shit. Mm-hmm. I want to pimp it again, but make a bit of a fun game about it, out of it. Okay. About it. Okay. Um, basically, it's like a debate show in a way, as we previously discussed. And what I want to do is have like a mini debate. They play like three games in every episode. Well, I want to do that here, like one sliver of it, and hopefully this doesn't take like the body of our time, but if it does, it does. Shit happens. I'm so confused right now. I know. I really have motor mouth, and you're trying to catch up, aren't you? <laughs> I don't you're know like, where you're coming from with all this. Okay. <laughs> you're like, bitch, I'm trying to wind down, get ready for bed, and you're like, all right, shit's happening. <laughs> We're going to do something you're totally not prepared for. <laughs> I have no idea how this works. Uh, well, like I said, Get it's basically going <laughs> to, I should have gave you a little bit of fucking prep, but it's, it's more fun. Again, the podcast is called because fuck you. That's why it's more fun. It's to, it's more memorable. It makes people remember his podcast if it's a clusterfuck. So do you just, you just debate until somebody gets frustrated and says, because fuck, fuck you. That's why. I, no. See, that's what I thought it was too, oh. but that's just their sign off. Oh, Okay. But, I mean, that can be our way into it or out of it, however you want to look at it. Okay. The topic I had is, um, and I want to put you in a position, a really fucking hard position oh, for God. you. Okay. I know. I know. I'm an asshole. Um, shit, I lost. No, it's back. Ha ha, fuckers. Wow, that was aggro. Anyway. The position I'm putting you in, you have to debate this, and whether you, it's just like a real debate club. Doesn't matter if you believe it or not, you've got to sell us, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. You're going to make me shit. I really... on, you're going to make me shit on Star Wars, aren't you? Oh, no. I would never oh. be that horrible. Okay. No. Fuck no. Because that might cause a fight and be like, you fucking think that? And you're like, you told me to sell it. <laughs> no. Your position tonight is you're going to tell me why Superman is better than Batman. Hmm. It's kind of difficult, isn't it? Kind of. Especially on the spot. No shit. Um. We're waiting. <laughs> like I wasn't prepared. Um, Superman is better than Batman because... Superman is hopeful and Batman is a depressing fuck. Batman is mentally ill. Okay. He's a mentally ill sociopath. Is that the best you got? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> um plus plus Superman's bulletproof. than I ever could have hoped. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Come on, you're not selling me. 
because Superman has actual human emotions, even though he's an alien, and Batman is a fucking robot, or as you like to say, a robot. Robot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Superman can stand in front of a fucking Gatling gun and just let shit fly off of him. Take a bullet to the eye. Oh, uh, he looks fucking pimp. <laughs> and he lives in a fucking ice castle and shit. <laughs> and he was Elsa before fucking Frozen happened. Yeah. And he gets to, like, bang the shit out of Wonder Woman. That's fucking New 52 horse shit. Nah, that's not, that's not just New 52. I strike that from the record. Lois and Clark, that's how it goes. That's how it stays. Yeah, that's... He fucks Lois, too. He fucks her on the side? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know who's the side piece. I mean, I think Lois would be the side piece. I'd be fucking that Amazon. But that's fucking... (laughs) It sounds like you got a fucking thing for Bezos' company. I'll be fucking that Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) But fucking Batman fucks Wonder Woman. That's how it works, dude. I saw the Timiverse. No, because fucking Wonder Woman... The only person that could jack off Superman other than Superman is fucking Wonder Woman. I like how you found a way to turn this away from Superman's better than Batman to just argue about superhero sex. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Lois's fucking frail little soft human hand could possibly fucking generate enough friction on that fucking steel dick. <laughs> that dick can stop a bullet, dude. You think Lois? You think Lois could do anything to that? I mean, I'd be willing to let her try. Wonder Woman could use Superman's ball sack as a fucking speed bag, and actually, like, and actually, fucking like, get some shit going. Yeah, but see, Batman. I'm not going to defend Batman. You cunt. Lois could drive a truck over his nuts, and it wouldn't do anything. And he'd be like, "What else you got?" Yeah, what else you got? All right. Well, am I supposed to do the flip side of this now? I mean, I guess. I don't know. You're like, I don't fucking know. This is your idea, stupid. <laughs> um, No, I'm going to agree with you and say Superman is better because fuck you. That's why. Oh, you see what I did? Wow, that's fucking, that was cheap. It kind of was, but hmm. see, my plan was to get you to talk up Superman in a big bad way and be like, I agree. But you were like, no, fuck this. I don't believe this shit. <laughs> Superman. As can, soon as you. <laughs> Superman can breathe in space and Batman can't. As soon as we get out of this fucking bit, I'm going to be like, I, I take it all back. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't take any of that Wonder Woman shit back. That's fucking. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. No, see, it's the reverse of Lois and Clark to me, though. It's like Batman can go balls out and not have to worry about it. Whereas with Lois, Superman's got to be all tender and shit. So you want your hardcore fucking swinging from the chandelier shit, you go with Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, but fucking Wonder Woman fucking ripped Batman's dick off. Well, no. Yeah. That's not how it works. What are you talking about? Why do you have to take it weird? Because fuck you, that's why. (laughs) Oh, who's cheap now? I earned that. Like, you earned it? I earned that. Okay. Well. That was a thing. It was as big a clusterfuck as I hoped for. I I told Smokey, he's like, dude, we're going to give you another pimping in uh, 91. Because mm-hmm. he already knew what I was going to do. Yeah. 
You're the only one I forgot to tell. Oh, oops. <laughs> and I was like, hopefully it'll be kind of a clusterfuck and be funny and it'll be more memorable that way. I think I was kind of right. I think you probably were. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, what else you want to talk about? Uh, Do you want to talk about my meat? Yeah, let's talk about your big meat. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's been, in real time, it's been a week. It was last Friday. Yeah. And by the time this comes out, it'll have been a fucking guy probably be dead by the time this comes out. <laughs> I was going to say last year, but let's go darker. Yeah. Um, I got the chance to go see... Big Meat. Yeah. <laughs> John Williams conduct the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. I hate you. I know. I know. I know. The, trust me. As I'm, as you're I'm like, and with there, reason. As I'm sitting there, like, uh, yeah, I felt guilty, not just about that, but like, like all the people who probably did want to go to that but couldn't. Yeah. Because that was a fucking hot ticket, bro. Oh fucking a! Because <laughs> well, my, I, I, uh, hold on. Okay. Hello? I think Bernie's down here. <laughs> okay. But uh, I forget where I saw it exactly. I think on... Uh, where the hell did I see it? Facebook, maybe? I don't even remember where I saw it pop up. Yeah. But then I was like, holy shit. He's coming and they're going to do all his music and he's going to conduct the, the orchestra? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I said something to Molly about it. I was like, yeah, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's going to be probably probably expensive. And they didn't even say how much the tickets were going to be when they they announced it. And they announced it like two days before the tickets went on sale. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. It's going to be probably pretty expensive. And she's like, well, we'll get in line and we'll see how much they are, whatever. I wasn't going to do it, but she went ahead and just got online. And I just said, like, because uh, the people she works for, the, the owner mm -hmm. of her company, him and his wife are... Like on the, they used to be like on the board, I think, of the of the symphony. Okay. And they were like, like big time donors to the symphony. They donate like tens of thousands of dollars every year. Whoa. Yeah. Talk about big meat. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I I knew that, and I said I said to her, I was like, oh, maybe he could hook us up. She was like, oh, I don't know about that, and. But but she said she said I just heard him in his office. He was just on the phone with his girl and got their tickets already before they like wow. like Molly was online in the queue like the ticket queue. Yeah, and I think she was like a hundred and something <laughs> in line, and the tickets Whoa. had just gone on sale. Then she texted me back and was like, "He can't, he must have come out of his office and saw her on the website, the ticket site, and he was like, mm -hmm. he was like, oh, are you trying to get tickets?" And Molly was like, "Yeah." And he was like, oh, okay. So he went back in his office and called his girl back at the box office and like jumped the fucking line. I mean, he didn't even have to wait in line. I mean, on, online, he just called, he called directly to the box office and got us two tickets. And, uh, cause I had helped them move their office, you know, and which fucking, I, I almost did. And I was like, no, cause I know you were feeling bad, even though I was like, dude, it's fine. Don't feel bad. Yeah. 
I was almost like, you fucking cocksucker. You should have let me help. (laughs) 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 But I was like, I don't want to make him feel bad. (laughs) Well, but see, the thing is, I'm not even sure that we even got three tickets. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Because the thing was, I was like, I was like, oh, cool. And I I thought, because Molly was online to get me and Jennifer and her and Jim tickets to to Mm -hmm. all go together. Yeah. So I thought, I was like, oh, damn, he... And she said he bought him. He bought us tickets for helping them move. Yeah, and he, he paid. He paid for them and everything. I was like, "Oh shit, really? That's pretty cool." And uh, well, then, but come to find out, he got us two tickets. He, he got Molly a ticket and me a ticket, so that we could go together, like as a yeah. thank you for helping move their office and everything. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, now I feel doubly bad because. You're not going to go, and my old wife's not even going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Our spouses can't even go. So Molly was like, well, I'll stay online and see if we can get two seat, two more seats eventually whenever I get through this line. And by, the, by this time, she's still like 60th or something in line. Holy shit. And tickets have only been on sale for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. And she still isn't even to the front of the line yet. So we waited it out, and she was like, oh, I'm next in line. And then... And then she was like, oh, it's my turn. It's my turn. And then the site crashed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it partially crashed, but then it let her in. Like it like it got stuck, but then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it would, like let her in. Well, by the time she got in, there were no seats together. It went, haha, sold out. Well, basically, it was like you could buy <laughs> one seat here and one seat somewhere else. So it was like, well, I guess, uh, I guess that's that. And, Sucks uh, to be anybody but us, right, sis? No shit. <laughs> and, uh, so then, like, I don't know, 10 or 15 more minutes later, it was like, it was a total sellout. There was no tickets left at all. And it was yeah. like fucking 45 minutes. I was like, God damn. I knew it would sell out, but I didn't think it would sell out quite that fast. No. Because this doesn't really strike you as like a high culture town. Oh, it's higher culture than you think. I'm kidding. Oh. Yeah. No, I just meant, mm. you know, um, and I, it's, even that's when. That's ridiculously e- fast. Yeah. Well, even when we were there, I heard several people that must have been like regulars mm-hmm. say like they hadn't seen it this crowded in a long time. Like, And you're like, fuck yeah, it's the Star Wars guy. No shit. I'm like, this is like a fucking rock star, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but so anyway, we got to go and. It's fucking pretty dope. I haven't been. Have you ever been to the symphony down there? One time on a field, on a field trip, trip in like yeah. third grade. Yeah. Our our school used to go like once a year. That would have rocked. I think so. I think we went. I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering it, but it seems like we went on a field trip once a year in elementary yeah. school. And yeah. then we might have went like once in middle school. I don't remember exactly, but. The last time that I was there was like, we went with my parents and my dad's cousin and his wife and to like the Christmas, the holiday performance, because they, they do performances in December that are all like just Christmas music, you know? Yeah. And I want to say, I want to say I was in high school or maybe just right out of high school. So it's been, you know, 25 years since I've been down there. Jesus. Yeah. Um, 25 years. I was going to say, we might have been there at the same time, but no, I'd have been three. So anyway, the night came and we went, 
and holy shit, the traffic was fucking awful. Uh, yeah. Because it's right on Grand. It's right down like a two two blocks down from the Fox or a block mm-hmm. down from the Fox. It was like, it took us like a fucking hour to get there. And it like took us 20 minutes to get to Grand. <laughs> Whoa. It was, we almost didn't get there before the fucking show started. Like we left. Well, you could have missed the first fucker. We left it. Well, we didn't know that at the time. I know. We left at, I want to say 645. Mm-hmm. And or six fifty, and it started okay. at eight. Yeah, we were walking in and sitting down at ten minutes to eight. Whoa! But it's because there was some show at the Fox, and I think there was something at the fucking uh, Slew Arena or the Slew okay. whatever, because Slew's right there too. And it okay. was—I mean, it was backed up. Grand was backed up onto forty. It's a madhouse. It was a fucking madhouse. So they say. Um, but yeah, so we got we got there and we got in and uh, fucking everybody's like dressed up. Like the best I could muster was like a polo shirt and khakis. You're like, I'm glad I didn't bring that trash with me now. <laughs> my, 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 my sister <laughs> said, I said, I'm just probably just going to wear some like nice jeans and a polo shirt. And Molly was like, no jeans. No. She said her boss hates it. Me. Her boss hates it when people wear jeans to the symphony. And I was like, oh, okay. I I guess I won't then. So I was like, I don't have any fucking really nice clothes. So I just had to wear my work clothes, you know, stuff I wear to work. Oh, God, it was so fucking crowded. And it's it's pretty much exactly the way I remember it in there. Mm-hmm. Except just like a, maybe a little bit smaller. But holy shit, the seats are uncomfortable. Whoa. Yeah. We were in the upper level. I guess her boss and uh, his wife got their usual seats, their season ticket holders or whatever, season pass holders. Mm-hmm. So they got their, I, I, I assume that's their normal seats. I guess they get first, it's just like a sports season pass, you know, season ticket. So you get yeah. you get first choice of your seat. And if you don't want to go to that game, they can sell it to somebody else, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they were like in the, like the first, like the first little mezzanine type balcony. And then we were like yeah. a couple rows behind them. And uh, oh my God, the seats were fucking so small. Because <laughs> this place was built like in the 20s. And I don't think they've yeah. replaced any of the seats. Like the, the seats have probably been like, re- I mean, they've obviously been reupholstered and stuff. But they are not, they're not like modern theater seats. They're fucking old school, like no armrest really. Like you're. Yeah. You're like, you're spilling over into other people's fucking seats and like my knees are digging into the back of the seat in front of me mm-hmm. like to the point where anytime the person in front of me moves i can feel it like like jam my knees every time i was gonna say you can feel it in your hips yeah i was like god damn this place is but it was so fucking crowded it was crazy <laughs> fucking airtight no shit dude <laughs> but then the uh so like the the show starts and it's like the first uh the first half, like there's an intermission. I forgot that there's always an intermission in these things. Like the that Christmas concert that we've gone to, that had an intermission. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll, you know, they'll do several songs and then they'll break for like 15 minutes or something. And everybody like files out into the lobby and has drinks and fucking com- now see, commiserates we and went, whatever. When we went on our school field trip. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it being all that long, and I don't remember an intermission. Well, it probably it probably wasn't for that because that would have been during the day. 
Yeah. I think it was probably special performances for schools. I don't think it was like a full concert. Huh. You know what I mean? I, I don't yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, I think it was like a special deal. It wasn't like a full on. Yeah. But I mean, it felt like it was barely an hour. Right. And we sat up in the balcony looking down at the fuckers and shit. And then it was just like, okay, that was fun. Let's go back to school. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much what I remember, too. Yeah. But you would think they'd walk you around the place and be like, hey, look here. Hey, look, here's behind the scenes. Hey, we're going to teach you some shit about some shit. Oh, yeah. No, they're not going to do that. It's kind of weird, but okay. They probably run like five schools a day through there. That's probably true, too. Yeah. What we found out was the the first half of the program was going to be the St. Louis Symphony director or the conductor actually conducting the first half. And mm. then after the intermission, then John Williams was going to come out and do the do the rest of the show. He's going to do the good songs. He did the good shit. So <laughs> I got the program here so I can tell you exactly what they played. Okay, let me pull my pants down because there's going to be fluids. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was actually several things, several more things than I thought that would be yeah. were like things I didn't know, like songs I didn't even didn't really have any. Um, emotional connection to yeah like i don't know what the fuck that is so yeah so it started with the cowboys or no it started with uh hooray for hollywood that's the fucking dan, 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 right yeah i think okay. yeah but it's uh okay. it's his arrangement it's the john williams arrangement of it so it's real fucking yeah. jazzy and shit so it sounded it like you fucking cry no but it was like uh it's beautiful yeah, but I mean, no, it's like real jazzy, like like you would hear that at like a commercial break at the Oscars or something. Gotcha. You yeah, know what I mean. Um, so they did that, and then then they went, then they did the Cowboys Overture, which I don't know what that's from exactly, but it sounds like the fucking background music from uh, Meat is What's for Dinner, <laughs> that commercial. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure what me, what movie that was. You said from. the Cowboys did, Overture, huh? You said the Cowboys Overture? Uh-huh. I'm going to Google that real quick. Then they did two songs from Jane Eyre. Okay. Which I didn't know he did music for a Jane Eyre movie. Then they did uh, a symphonic suite from E.T. So it was like, I mean, you're, the, the names don't mean anything really except for the last one. Oh, the Cowboys Overture is from Close Encounters, allegedly. Really? That's what it says. Album Close Encounters. What the fuck? Seriously? Huh. I don't remember there being any music like that in fucking Close Encounters. Let's see. But yeah, then they did the the music from E.T. They did three songs from E.T. Which, that to me is like, who gives a shit? No, I don't know. It was pretty good. I mean, I would still dig it, but I just don't like E.T. I've never really seen the full movie, and what I have seen is like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no. That fucking movie was brutal when I was a kid. Yeah. I saw it like, I want to say I saw it two or three times in the theater. And every time it was just like, it was really good. But like, oh my God, it's so fucking sad. It is so fucking brutal. Like that's, that's one of the places Elliot. where I, where I developed my fucking hatred of like the shit that makes you cry in a movie. Ah, uh, okay. It's like, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Huh. Okay, now it says it's from Close Encounters, the essential John Williams film music collection. 
It's not from Close Encounters. Oh, okay. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. Yeah, I meant to Google that, too, and figure out what it was. Because I'm like, this is weird. This doesn't... I mean, this doesn't sound like a a, a John Williams um, genre. Fucking A. Yeah. Soundtrack sweet. I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. The Cowboys, original motion picture. Let's see. In a career that spanned five decades, composer John Williams has scored fewer than five westerns. Okay, I might have... I might have found something. Hang on. Okay. This is coming from Amazon, this am- information. Let's see. Original. Mo- yeah, there's a movie called The Cowboys that he did. Oh, okay. I never heard of it, but hmm. let's see. Which, judging from his exemplary work on this 1972 score for director Mark Rydell's story of a tough veteran cowpoke, cowpoke, John Wayne, helping to bring a group of oh, inexperienced Oh, shit. I do know this movie. I okay. know this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes I've sense. I've never heard of it. That makes sense. This sounds like a John Wayne movie. You're god damn, that's right. Yeah, cuz he, he takes he takes a whole bunch of little like kids like like 10 to 15 year old kids as uh like cattle drivers cuz he's desperate to get these Okay, these well cattle listen, somewhere. listen yeah. to this. Helping to bring a group of inexperienced young hands to manhood on a cattle drive. So yeah, you remember it. Yep. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. No, I have never heard of this, and my dad was a huge John Williams fan, or uh, John, John Wayne, Wayne fan. fan. Yep. Nope, you're right. I Yep, I know it now. Well, there you go. That's what it's from. A movie literally called The Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, I'm fucking stupid. I can't believe I didn't put that together. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of a generic fucking title. Well, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have connected John Williams with a John Wayne movie anyway. That, too. When you think of John Williams, you don't be like, oh, the Western guy. But the, the song did sound like really familiar. Like, I've fucking heard this before, but I don't know where exactly. Well, duh, this it's in this fucking John Wayne movie that I've seen. Oh, fuck, a bunch of times. But still, that sounds like a generic thing that he wrote for cowboy movies or something. The Cowboy Overture? It's, it doesn't sound like a movie title. Sounds like he's like, eh, that'll fit the genre. I don't give a the shit. The genre. The genre. I'm John Williams, bitch. It's a genre now. <laughs> yeah. But that that was the whole first half of the, or first part of the show. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is Well, that short song night. is almost 10 minutes long. What is? The Cowboys is almost 10 minutes long. Yeah, it was long. So, yeah, I can yeah. understand that. But uh, I was like, oh, well, this is going to be a, this could be a short night. I guess, because <laughs> then they they did intermission. So then we were like, okay. So it was like, well, we're kind of packed in this row, so I don't necessarily want to get out. So we'll just mm-hmm. we'll just hang out. But then Molly's boss was like, and get up. Yeah, they came up to our row and they're like, come on, come on, are you coming down? And I was like, okay. So we got out and I thought we were just gonna stand in the aisle and like bullshit with them. Mm-hmm. Her boss is like eighty seven, by the way. Oh. So um, his wife was like, uh, well, come on, come with us. We're going to go get something. We're going to go get a drink and get uh, something sweet. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, I don't really want to leave and have to come walk all the way back up here and shit. It's the intermission's only like 15, 20 minutes, you know? So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just, I guess we're going. So we followed him and it was so fucking crowded in the, in the main lobby. Like we got separated. I couldn't get through this mass of people. So I was just like, I almost said fuck it and just went back up to the seats. 
because mm-hmm. I couldn't get through to where they were going. I'm like, where the fuck are they going? They were going past all the, um, like the bar and like where all the people were lined up for drinks and shit. She's taking to the, taking you to the back alley. She's like, oh baby, you gonna get something sweet, dude. <laughs> Just wait, because um, we were on the bottom floor, like uh, like at the lobby, the back of the lobby. There's the doors that go into the floor level of the concert hall you know okay to where the seats are they're like on the floor well we went back there and then i thought she was taking us to a bathroom or something i'm like where the f- where are we going <laughs> but then i got then i got stuck and i couldn't get through and i was almost like fuck it i'm going back up to my seat i don't give a fuck what's down here okay. and uh then i saw molly trying to get my attention and trying to hurry me to get through this crowd mm-hmm. so i was like all right fuck so i like pushed my way through this crowd and got to her well then she takes me around this corner and there's a fucking just a door in in the wall. And she opens okay. she opens the door and it's this steep staircase going downstairs. And I guess her boss and them had already gone down there and they were like, just come on when he gets through the crowd. So we went downstairs. We got to go downstairs into like the VIP, like the founder's circle. Okay. So there's like a lounge in the basement where like all the the well to do go. Mm-hmm. So like the like the first violin's wife was down there and Whoa. and like the the cello the the cellist the first cello's son was there and their families were there and like they had fucking like cake little cakes and shit like set out on trays and you could just it was a like open bar and a and like I'm like what the fuck am I in now they're like, oh, there's a bathroom over there if you want. There's like no line. I mean, it's just like a private area. I was like, this is fucked up. <laughs> I don't belong here. That's kind of what I felt like. I was like, what the fuck? Are we supposed to be here? This is crazy. Am I going to get arrested if I piss here? Yeah. So we hung out. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll eat a cake. <laughs> <laughs> so I ate some fucking brownie thing. And we're like just acting like we're, you know, acting like we belong. I was going to say, make him pretend you belong there. Uh-huh. And for a second, I was like, is she taking us backstage? I almost shit. I was like, oh, is she taking us back to see? Are we going to see the maestro? Yeah. But uh, so then so then they're like, oh, well, we're not going to walk back up the stairs. Let's just take the elevator. So they <laughs> we went down the Holy hall and downstairs shit. to the elevator and took the fucking elevator up back upstairs like a boss. I was, wow. I was like, holy crap. So that was, I'm shitting in high oats now. Yeah. I was like, this is what I got to do. This is where I should be. I need to do this. But <laughs> I don't think I can donate $20,000 a year to the symphony. I don't want to be trash no more. Right. I'm like, this is what my destiny. I did. You feel, <laughs> you feel real fucking classy and fancy and shit. It's like, oh, if we should oh come, I bet. We should come here more often. I went, I think I've told you before once with a kid at school, we went to this like high dollar fucking italian restaurant oh yeah 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 yeah. i even i was just like i don't belong here but then it's like maybe i want to do this more yeah, like maybe i do belong here yeah at first it, it's true at first you're like i'm scum i don't belong here but by the time you're done it's like fuck i'm coming back tomorrow right yeah i don't belong here and then it's like oh i, I want to belong here uh-huh, I, need, I, I need i need to belong here <laughs> fucking a but anyway, so then we got back to our seats and the second half started. 
you know, they brought he he walks out and fucking everybody loses their shit. And then he does like a little, you know, welcome intro or whatever. He tells a little anecdotes and stuff in between the songs. He's like, you may not know who I am. You're like, yes, we do. Oh, my God. I love you so much. Threw your fucking panties at him. Well, we'll get there. (laughs) 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 The uh, so that they went, they did. uh, He started conducting and it was flight to Neverland from hook. And it was everything you want it to be. (laughs) No, it. It was actually, I was a little bummed, like, to be honest with you, because it was like Flight to Neverland from Hook, Dartmoor 1912 from War Horse. Which, fuck that, but Hook is a great movie, well, no, and that's no, a no. good song. I know, I'm just saying, like, I'm like, dude, where's the fucking payoff? Where's the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, where's yeah, the yeah, big yeah. shit? And then, then it was theme from Jurassic Park. Which, fuck that, too. And then... But I mean, all these songs were really nice. It was very enjoyable to listen to them. I'm just oh, saying. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I'm just talking about the quality of the movies. And then, <laughs> then it, then he did this uh, with Malice Toward None from Lincoln, that Daniel uh, okay. Day Lewis movie, mm-hmm. which was like a very pretty song. It was very nice. Which I mean, you remember when that movie came out? Yeah. And everybody's like, "Wow, he sounds just like Lincoln." And it's like, "How the fuck do you know?" I think there is actually one recording of Lincoln's voice. Yeah, I think there is too, but still, everybody, you know half these motherfuckers who said it never heard no fucking Lincoln voice. Right. Oh, he made you believe he was not him. How do you know? Yeah. Did you fucking meet Lincoln? Did you see video of him? No. Shut the fuck up and get out of my face. Well, like I said, each <laughs> each one of these was really fun to listen to, you know, but at the same time, it was yeah. like, come on, come on, because I knew what was coming. Because quit pulling. Because Let's you can see, you can see in the program, like what songs are coming up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, like come I said, on. Come on. So then Quit they started. Quit pulling, get to the good so the, shit. So that was the first half of his part of the program. Set. Like his, his, you know, the ending part of the program. Yeah, his set. And then, and then the whole rest of it was all Star Wars shit. Oh. So then it was, so then, it, so then they did uh, Adventures of Han from Solo. You, you're a Han guy, huh? Uh, huh? You said the Adventures of Han. Yeah, or Han. Said, you're a Han guy. I was trying to lead you into the solo bit where it's Han, actually. I guess it would have been I better know. if I, I say it either, said I say it. I go back and forth and say it either way. I know. Depending on... It's always... It's almost always Han Solo, but then if I say it just the first name, it's almost always Han for some reason. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah, isn't that weird? Or like yeah. if I'm reading it, you know? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because it seems like every time they say... His name in the movies, his full name, they say Han Solo. Mm-hmm. But when they do say his first name, they do say Han. Sometimes. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was cool. That was a surprise that they actually did something from Solo. Yeah. That's a really good theme, too, by the way. You'd have thought they would have tried to bury it, though. Yeah. I need to look that up because I don't really know that song. I know if I heard it, You'll, I'd be yeah, like, oh, you'd yeah, know that. It. It's, the one, it's the music that plays like through the whole movie. Like the the okay. same the theme that keeps coming up in through the whole movie. Gotcha. Then that they did Ray's theme, which that is a great fucking song. It is too. really good. And then they did Princess Leia's theme. Mm. And so mm. it almost like I'm like thinking about it a little bit. Like, is there some hidden message here? Because they did Han Solo's theme, Ray's theme, and Princess Leia's theme. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would they pick those three themes of all the themes? 
you're in fucking speculation mode where you're looking for clues every fucking way. Right. Well, and to be honest, I kept thinking he's gonna drop a new fucking song. He's gonna oh. fucking, he's gonna drop a fucking new song, but he didn't. And and honestly, he said it sounded to me like he hasn't scored the whole movie yet. <laughs> like he's still writing music. I think one of the last movies, like, he said he was working on it, like, six, eight months before, mm-hmm. but they said he finished it, like, in, a, in like, two weeks in November before the movie came out, and it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. But Princess Leia's theme was really good to hear live, too. That was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then they, he ended it with the main title from Star Wars, which, uh-huh. which it was more, which was more than just the, the you know, the, the main theme. It actually went into it must it was like the concert suite because like all these a lot of these songs were all written as larger pieces of music and then they just would chop up mm-hmm. bits and put them in the soundtrack. So the the whole theme it actually has the where the the Princess Leia's ship is being sucked up into the Death Star. I mean into the Star Destroyer. That music and then the like the music with R two and three PO going down the hallway. And there's all kinds of the all kinds of music from the beginning of the first Star Wars that is in that suite, I guess. Okay. Well, I mean, each even though like in one, two, and three they used the same opening theme and then went into other shit. Each one of them does have a distinct feel to it, so you could kind of tell which one it was from. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, so then that was the last song. So then he takes his bow or whatever. And then he's like, you know, has the orchestra take their bow. And he's like, and it was cool after every song, like if somebody had a solo or they had like a, a really important part in the song or something, they would, he would make them stand up and take a bow and clap for them. He would clap for the person, you know? Oh, wow. Classy motherfucker. Yeah, it was really cool. And then, uh, so then he, you know, takes his bow, standing ovation, fucking place goes crazy or whatever he walks off the side door and everybody's still standing up applauding and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, then he comes back out to take another bow and then he gets back up on the podium and he's like, we ain't done yet, bitches get ready. Yeah. He's, he did, uh, you know, he said a couple, few more words about how great it was. And it was, it was like, this was worth the trip from California and all that. And, uh, he said, here's Yoda's theme. And they fucking go right into, Yoda's Yoda, uh-huh. yo, 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 Yoda. <laughs> How fucked up would it be if he did that one night? He was like, here's Yoda's theme, and you're fucking, some fucker comes out of the crowd, and they're like, I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah, and it's like, what, what, oh, that's not, y- oh, oh my god! <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but. Whoa! (laughs) Shut down! That would not be cool. (laughs) I reject your insanity. Didn't I just say this was high class? (laughs) Fancy. Oh, shit! (laughs) Burn, motherfucker! Uh, That should have been your because fuck you, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) So they they do Yoda's theme and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That That was a cool end. And then there's like a pause, and then it's right into the Imperial March. And I was like, oh, fuck. And like the whole place, like fucking, it starts turning into a rock concert now. It, the That's whole, when the panties were flying. Oh, yeah. Well, not even yet. Oh. Because uh, they, uh, yeah, so he does that. 
So they do that, and then he bows, and he walks off stage again, and everybody's up clapping, yay, yay. And then uh, I, th- I feel like I'm missing one. Why? What the fuck one am I missing? You told me there was three encores. Right, so there's one. Well, that's two. Oh, right. Well, well, no, because he was still... Maybe I meant there was two, and there was three songs. I I guess, because you mentioned three songs after. Yeah, three songs after. So it was Yoda's theme, Imperial March. Then everybody clapped again, another standing ovation. Everybody thinks it's done. And then he walks off stage, and then he comes back. Comes back out, everybody's clapping some more. And he gets back up on the podium, and he's like, he's like, oh, thank you, whatever the fuck. And then he says, this one's for Harrison Ford. If we don't play it, he'll never get over it. And that's when fucking panties start flying, because he turns around, and it's the fucking Raiders March. My panties would have been flying. The lady next point. to me, I swear to God, she fucking came. <laughs> I think I, I think she literally fucking came. Dude, she I told like, you I wasn't there. She was like, there. oh my God. And I was like, oh fuck, lady. <laughs> but people were, that's when people were That like, would have been me. I tell, I'm telling you. Yeah. And that's, that's when people started yelling and screaming and. It was. It was like a fucking rock concert. It was crazy. Yeah, they're the like, whole... "Fuck yeah, dun dun dun, dun motherfucker, yeah. dun dun." Because the whole, the whole pre prior, like all the songs prior to the to the encores, everybody was all mm-hmm. proper and like, you know, clapped appropriately, and then who oh, very good. Sir. And then when they'd start the next song or whatever, like it would get so quiet. It was so quiet. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like. It seemed almost impossible that a room full of that many people could be that quiet. Yeah. But then when and the encores happened and it was like, it was like the Rolling Stones were up there or something. Fucking A. But it was great. And then he was like, then he was done. He was done for real. And then he, everybody standing ovation, clap, clap, clap. And, uh, and that was it. You took your highfalutin elevator out of there. Nope. We walked out. Oh, like common trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I took, I took several clandestine photos because you're not supposed to take pictures during the performance. But I saw plenty of other people doing it, so I'm like, fuck this. Because I was like, I really want to get a picture of him, you know, on stage or whatever. Fucking A. I was like, well, it's not technically during the performance. They're not actually performing right now. (laughs) So that's how I justified it. Yeah, well, after this releases, you'll have a knock at your door. I say, good sir, did you take a picture of the maestro? <laughs> oh, what, what? You are under arrest. You're banned for life. And you're like, I already got the best part. No shit. I got the thing I needed, douche. Yeah, you ain't topping this, son. I don't want to come back to your shitty establishment, <laughs> you whore. <laughs> no, actually, I do because they're doing, uh, uh, I think in January, they're doing, I think, Raiders in concert. Oh, why do you tell me this? So I, I don't know what that is exactly. I'm guessing because they do have a multimedia screen that when they were warming oh. up when we first got there, the screen was down. So it's in the back on mm-hmm. the back wall of the, you know, the stage. They were like showing ads of upcoming. That's how I knew they were doing Raiders. And they're also doing Empire Strikes Back live. Wow. So I was like, oh, fuck. I wonder if they're going to screen the movie and perform the music live. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. Like they do at Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. I don't know if they're, I'm not sure if they do the whole movie, but maybe, you know, like selections from it. Yeah. And, and with the yeah. movie queued up behind it. I don't know, though. It, it could very well be that they do the whole movie while it plays behind them. I don't know. Oh, 
So, but anyway, it was really great. It was really awesome. And it's one of those things where it's hard for your brain to like process it when it's happening. So it doesn't seem as awesome until you look back and you're like, fuck, that was fucking awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you can't, like it took, I, it wasn't computing that, that he was actually standing, you know, right there in front of me. I mean, this is going to sound like I'm fucking breaking your balls, but it's like for once you were that close to greatness and you can't really fucking process it. Yeah, it really was weird. Like it was like this. It was almost like I'm watching this on TV or something, you know? Yeah, it's like I guess the closest thing to it would be, again, this sounds like I'm fucking kidding, but I'm not like being a little kid and being like, here's Santa Claus. I mean, like, oh, yeah. And your brain's just fucking melting, and you look back on it, and you're like, oh my god, I met fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, kind of. I met the fucking Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... That's awesome, though. Yeah, I was... I got really lucky, and it, you know, that really was like yeah. a once-in-a-lifetime experience, you know? Fucking A. I mean, the only thing that would have made it better is if I had actually got to meet him. Oh, yeah. That was literally like, the only yeah. thing that could have been better. Or could have you, improved it, you know what I mean? We wouldn't be recording this right now, though. No, we would have recorded it last week. Uh, no, you'd have been. They'd have been fucking still trying to get your heart back in the right <laughs> fucking rhythm. Yeah, true. Because you'd have been over there fucking your heartbeat going bum 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 bum. bum. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, this ain't normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, it was. It was pretty, it was good. It was really good. But if nothing else, it it reminded me of how much fun it is to actually go to the symphony and listen to an orchestra perform like that. Fucking A. Like, it's awesome to hear it on a CD or some shit, mm-hmm. but yeah. And it's really cool, like, you know, you hear, I've heard the music so many times, and I've seen mm-hmm. bits and pieces of, like, live performances of it, and because mm-hmm. he, it was like the director of the Boston Pops for years and years. I think like 35 years or something. Yeah. And so they would, you know, they'd play his shit all the time. And sometimes you could see see it on like PBS. You could see him oh, play yeah. the song. But to see in person and see the entire orchestra at one time in your, mm-hmm. you know, in your field of vision, to see like how many moving parts there are to those, to the, to that music, to those songs. Yeah. It's fucking impressive. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got the fucking bells in the back going and the dude on the fucking xylophone and the guy on the timpani and the fucking horns and the the violins bows are going back and forth like super fast. It's like, fuck, that's crazy that it's so complicated. Fuck yeah. You know, it doesn't sound that complicated necessarily when you hear the whole thing put together. And because, and I know he doesn't do this, but at this point, like you can layer it now you know you can record everybody individually and oh, then make it sound amazing sure but, but i don't yeah, think i don't think anybody would do an orchestra like that though i've heard that they sometimes have to do it like that because really? a live performance just something will be drowned in something out and they don't account for that so they've got to like oh all right maybe we'll record this separate and then we'll record that separate and we've got this baseline of like all this other shit and we'll layer it all together and hopefully it sounds like legit Mm. because that's the fucked up thing I've learned from like family guy and shit because they do a live orchestra for every episode. Mm. You learn that the reason you have like fucking 
a hundred piece orchestras and shit, and it's like, well, that sounds like overkill. Is because like certain instruments will drown the fuck out of other instruments, so they've got to like the string section. They've got to add like twenty there, so the fucking horns don't mm-hmm. kill it. Yeah, it's fucking interesting to see how that all works, mm-hmm. or rather, hear how that all works. Yeah, but yeah, that was one thing that I was really struck by was like how, and like the 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 effort and the motion like of of everything moving together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. It was it, just it does seem more like a machine than that's like people. Just what performing I was gonna say, it. yeah. It looked like a fucking yeah. machine. Yeah. Cause they've all gotta be in sync because if somebody's off, you'll notice. So yeah, definitely a well oiled machine. I would love to even if it wasn't like something like John Williams is here, I would love to fucking see a live orchestra again, especially playing shit that I know and love like that. Mm-hmm. Because, again, like, it's been, like, 20 years since I saw it. Because I think I was, like, third grade-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, fucking hearing it live. And, you know, people say, like, oh, live music is better. But when it comes to, like, a band, I would rather hear the album version because that's what you hear all the time. That's what you're used to. But live music, like a orchestra or something that they're not like okay now fucking bill's gonna fuck off and you know do his own solo and fuck around yeah they've got to kind of keep it strict or it fucks everybody up yeah so that would be totally different than like piping it into your ears through headphones or some shit i mean i think live music probably is better all around it is weird when it's not doesn't sound the same as the album necessarily but it's more yeah that breaks my brain it's more of an experience though you know what I mean? Yeah, but see, to me, it's like you're playing it wrong. <laughs> That's the because fe- I've I may have mentioned this a time or two before. I've got like uh, this Ozzy Osbourne fucking concert DVD, and it's like it sounds like a bad cover band. Mm, yeah, sometimes they can. Sometimes they because can. And w- what I've what I've noticed is, depending on how the those concert CDs and f- movies and stuff, depending on how they're mm-hmm. recorded. Yeah, and even if they're recorded really well, it really doesn't. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound the same as if you're there in person. Yeah, I would imagine. You know what I mean? Because you're mm-hmm. you're just surrounded by the sound. When yeah, you're there in person, and you can feel it, like, you know, vibrating your arm hair, and yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's a completely different tactile experience to be there in person. So so it loses something when it's recorded. Yeah. A live performance I, like that. I can imagine, yeah. Because it it's sort of got a more hollow feeling too depending on like what the arena they recorded it in. If it's outside it really sounds shitty because there's no reverb or anything and mm-hmm. the mics are just picking up a sort of hollow fucking open air experience and Right. Well and and it, you know, especially like a rock band or something the yeah. Guitars are pretty difficult to keep in tune, especially when you're mm-hmm. beating around on them. Mm-hmm. So it's not the same as a pristine studio setting where they, yeah. you know, they make sure everything is fucking tuned and yeah, exactly how they need stays to be. in tune and all the fucking the the controlled Definitely. uh the controlled environment of of like the the way the amp sounds and the you know Shit, yeah. you know uh, half the sound is going through the house PA. It's not even. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not as uh, they can't micromanage it as well. Especially a lot of 
like smaller like if you go see metallica that's gonna sound almost like it's on the album because it is mm-hmm. so well um like they bring all their own shit yeah you know it's not you know they're not relying on the 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 house pa and the you know so they can make it sound exactly like they have entire armies of people that that do that to make it sound as the best it possibly can but you know some some mid-level bands it's like they gotta pretty much deal with whatever's there so some nights some nights the sound is good some nights the sound is shitty yeah but see the problem with metallica for me is they like to add a little flourish on stage and it's like fuck that well, what I've noticed, especially in recent years, it's not so much the instruments that add the flourish. It's fucking James Hetfield singing. Oh, no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, his he does weird shit with his vocals, and it's like, what? Just And then they kind of flourish real weird the backup fuckers do because they're trying to keep up with the goofy shit he's doing. Mm. And it's like, well, this is a train wreck. Yeah, no, they. I have the... I got the CD when they were in uh, in St. Louis a couple years ago at Bush Stadium. Okay, that that tour they they recorded every city, every show, and you could purchase you oh, could purchase okay. the 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 double out or the the CD of that perform of that entire show like the next day. No shit, that's fucking awesome. Kind of that's pretty fucking cool. So I have that that CD and it sounds fucking really good. But all right. I, I don't know. Every live performance of theirs I've seen is just like, ah, I'll stick to the album. So anyway, that was my that was my John Williams experience. Like a make-a-wish adult. For basically. That's kind of what it <laughs> felt like. Yeah, that is. I'm glad for you, though. All fucking kidding and bullshit aside, I am, because that's fucking awesome. And I actually had to write him a thank you note. What? Well, I was, it was highly encouraged by my sister that I write them a thank you letter. I thought like they forced you on the way out to write a thank you note to John Williams. Oh, no, no, I was no, like, no, that's no, weird. No, 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 no. Somebody paid. Isn't that enough? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so you whipped out the crayons and you're like, thank you for the nice fun time I had. You know, it must have been a big deal if I, I, I have never written a thank you card in my life. I don't think we. I don't think we ever got around to sending out wedding thank yous either. What a scumbag! I know, ain't that shitty? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I made sure I sent that. I felt yeah. bad because it does look like a fucking, like a palsy victim. <laughs> oh, <wrote it>. dude. <laughs> oh god damn it! I mean, it does, dude. It looks like does this guy have Parkinson's disease? What the fuck? So it was like you had me write it for you? I mean, I maybe. But it was like, my hand hurt. My hand actually hurt writing this fucking note. That's how much I don't actually write. I was going to say, is it because like all your writing is done through a computer these days? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. My hand, my handwriting's always been shitty, but it was even worse than, it was even worse than I thought it might be. I'm I like, still use my hand. And it was like, I'm really trying... Dude, I'm setting you up for a fucking jerk-off joke, and you're like, oh, I'm fucking... <laughs> I heard you. I said it twice, too, and it's like, come on, fucking bite. I mean, I thought that fish. was the joke. No, I was hoping you'd fucking make it more obvious. Oh, I thought the joke was that it was subtle. Uh, fucking, we've been doing this for three and a half years, dude. When have you known me to be fucking subtle? I mean, occasionally? Really? Okay. Okay. 
I will say that he told a little anecdote about um, <laughs> Princess Leia's theme. That, yeah. That, that it was intended to be. Well, he thought it was. He thought that at the time he thought that Luke and Leia would be a couple. Oh. So this was. So he wrote this as kind of the love theme for that movie. Gotcha. And then, of course, two years later, he found out they were going to be brother and sister, and so that blew that whole idea up. And he said he had to write a different theme. Um, <laughs> the incest theme didn't uh, go over so well. Right. Right. <laughs> it, for some reason, though, it plays well in the South. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, Afton. So whoa, I, I, whoa. So at the time, <laughs> I I thought, I thought he said, um, and this is like more speculation, but at the time I thought he's, and I'm not sure that this is what he meant or if I just heard it wrong, but he said, let's see. So of course, like a love theme wouldn't work for them, and he would have to write a completely. And he said, now I have to write a completely different theme, and so I was like. Oh shit! Is there going to be a Luke and Leia theme for the fucking next movie? <gasps> Whoa. Okay. What? Oh, I thought you were busting my balls because I was. No, I was. I, my brain just kind of broke a little bit. Oh, I thought you were fucking with me. I didn't. I thought that was no. Not, that wasn't not like sincere. a mocking. Like oh whoa! I thought yeah. I thought you were mocking me. No, that was like, whoa, dude! Did he accidentally let some shit slip? Well, that's what I thought, but then I then I wasn't sure if he said said it that way or if he meant he had to write a different theme for a love theme for you. You did you weren't sure if like he was taking you back and he was like, and then at that point I was like, I've got to write another theme. Yeah. Or if he was like, and then I've got to write another theme for this fall, and you're like, what? But it, I I swear to God, he said I, and now I and now I have to write. A completely different theme hmm. but i don't he might have meant that the different theme was han and leia's theme from empire like i said you you're not sure if he was like and then i was like now i've got to write another one right i mean at the time i was sure but now yeah, the, but now that i think about it i'm like oh maybe he didn't really mean it like that yeah wow mm-hmm. that's fucking fun yeah let's see um we need to start wrapping up, don't we? Yeah. Are you going to do your fuck this shit before we wrap up? Yes, but, um, well, I'll tell you in a minute, gang, what we're going to do next episode. Because we've been teasing some shit and we've got updates on some shit that I got to spill on all you fuckers. Okay. But we'll tell you more about that in a minute. But before then, got to fuck this shit for you. How about you play that intro? Fuck it. Fuck this shit. Been a while, hadn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Get ready, because I got some fire for this motherfucker. Basically, any place where you take anything to sell it, fuck them. Yeah. Ear, nose, throat, ass armpits fuck them in all of them fuck them in every crevice yeah every crevice opening fucking they get a scratch fucking fuck them in that fold. too yeah in between, in between their toes <laughs> wait that hits a little close to home fat folds yeah well <laughs> belly button Ew. any or outie i don't care which 
Somehow that's the most horrible thing I've said tonight. I mean, that sounds really fucking disgusting. But yeah, because um, we went to uh, V-Stock today. I mean, the Royal We, I guess. Because it makes it sound like me and you, we were hanging out all day. And it's like, let's do each other's hair. Uh, no, you were doing that with your other friend. Yeah. Who'd have thought someday I'd have two people being like, hey, you're interesting enough for me to waste time on. Yeah. Oh, and I just remembered what my joke corner was, too. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, Ange and I went to the V-Stock out in the South County Mall. Mm-hmm. South County Mall. Mm-hmm. South County. Anyway. I got it. <laughs> You're like, beat that drum a little harder. Subtle. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we went to V-Stock, and I took some of my dad's old books. Now... There were 26 books in this box, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's play a little fucking game here. And you tell me, 26 books, mostly paperbacks, most of them in damn good condition. Um, how much do you think they offered? Mm, 15 bucks. Fuck. I'll preface it with this, too. There was like eight. Uh, hardcovers, and they said with nonfiction, they don't take anything that's older than two years because it's just out of date, which is like, fuck does it matter? Right, it's not a fucking encyclopedia. Yeah, it's not like all of a sudden, you know, Mercury is not the fucking cure-all, which if anybody doesn't know, that was a thing for a while. They thought Mercury was a good thing. Yeah, it's the opposite of a cure-all. Kind of. It's deadly, deadly poison. It's like an end-all. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Um, no. It, it, it's not like it's some information. Most of it, most of nonfiction, if it's not like, hey, here's some shit that happened based on shit I've discovered, it's some fucker being like, this is my experience, which it's all subjective at that point anyway. But, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so, I didn't understand that. But, yeah, no. They took all the paperbacks, and what was your fucking guess? Fifteen bucks. If that would have been it, I would have took it. What? Yes, dude. Wait, I shot high? Yeah. Holy Fucking shit. A. They took all the paperbacks and they said, we'll give you $5 or $8 store credit. Holy shit. And I was like, whoa. Dude, you could have probably taken them to the recycler and got more money from that. Well, I told her, it's like, I mean, maybe I sound like an asshole saying this, but I'd rather just give them away at Goodwill than, because yeah, that's, that's what, fucking. Yeah, that, that, you're goddamn right. Like, that's the same with a garage sale. I just assume give yeah. them away. Yeah. Then to let some it's... fucking creep come in and be like, I'll give you 25 cents for those books. Yeah. Like, Go fuck yourself. I'm going to give them to charity then. Yeah, I'll give them to charity, and at least that way I'll get the fucking tax credit for them. But it's like, you got to be shitting me because. You know that Hulk uh, short story collection I showed you? Yeah. A year ago? Mm-hmm. I got that there. It's a four, $15 book. I got it for 9 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's not in the greatest of conditions. So I know these motherfuckers are going to be like, hey, here's 5 bucks." Then mm-hmm. they're going to fucking sell the shit for like a dollar or two under cover price. Mm-hmm. I saw some paperbacks they had there, which I'll admit a couple of these did look like shit. I saw some paperbacks there, though, with fucking spines that fucking crackled up mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. Yeah. Corners dinged up, looked like some fucktard was throwing them around. They were selling them for like three bucks. Mm-hmm. 
cover price on a paperback, especially as old as some of these were, was six bucks. Mm-hmm. So they're selling them for half price, and it's like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. Yeah, it's a fucking racket. The same, I mean, we've talked about it before, but it's the same way with, like, GameStop. I, that's where I was going next. Yeah, you take you take a fucking $50 game that's a year old, and then they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we'll give you fucking, like, $10 store credit for it, and then they turn around and sell it for fucking 35 and it's like... Dude, I'm gonna come out there to the stores you've got. If they're giving fucking... Ten dollars. I don't know how games? much. I don't know how much they give. I've never sold my games at GameStop. I'm just saying, I know they. I know they don't give you shit. And then they sell. They sell a used game for like ten dollars less than brand new. Fucking a. My brother went into a GameStop with like a year old basketball game, mm-hmm. hockey game, and something else. Which I understand sports games. That's a little different because yeah, they age out. There's a new one. Yeah, there's yeah. a new one every fucking year. I get that. They offered him for all three of these games two dollars. Not even a fucking dollar a game. That's crazy. Two dollars. That's fucking crazy. And he looks at my mom and he's like, "I should do it, right?" And she was like, "I, I wouldn't." And he's like, "Oh." And it's like you go in this store right now. You can see the cocksucker on the shelf for like twenty five bucks. Yeah, and it's like, how is this place going out of business? Fucking a, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's the same. I mean, I could have told you that because I've I've been at places in my past where I needed the cash, so I would I sold a whole shit ton of my CDs like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, like when I was in my early twenties and had no fucking job. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only about the only place back then that you could do was take it to Vintage Vinyl. Yeah. That, would, that they would buy your shit. I think a. At one point, I think Streetside started buying shit back too because I sold some stuff to them. But oh, Vin- Streetside was the best. Yeah, dude. I know. I love Streetside, but uh, I bought many a concert ticket at Streetside. Mm. But yeah, vintage vinyl, and it was like, yeah, they'd give you like maybe a dollar a CD, and then they turn around and sell it for fucking eight bucks or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and then and the most insulting thing is like when they're like, "Nah, I don't want this." No, nah, I don't want yeah. this. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This this not garbage. Especially if you're only going to pay a fucking dollar for it. Right. Just take the whole fucking lot mm-hmm. and take it home with you. Fucking use it for fucking clay pigeons later. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, it's like, oh my God, these places. And yeah, like you said, GameStop, they're like, oh, we're going out of business. Oh, we've got to fire fucking... Half the game informer staff. Oh, we've got to get rid of these people. Oh, we've got to close fucking 190 stores because we're not going to make it the rest of the year. And it's like, how the fuck not? Are you mm-hmm. that fucking inept? Yeah. Well, it's because everything in there is fucking overpriced. Yeah, but I know motherfuckers who will gladly fucking pay that price. Yeah. Motherfuckers that will fucking... The night a game comes out, they've got to be there first night. And it's like... Mm-hmm. I'd rather fucking go to Walmart, Target. Hell, I'd rather go to Kmart than go to fucking GameStop because they're so fucking dicky and they've got to open everything first, too. they got to open everything? Oh, fuck yeah. You don't, at least in my experience, you don't get a fucking fresh plastic-wrapped game at GameStop. They open everything. Really? Hmm. Fuck yeah. Hmm. Well, the thing that always blew me away was like, okay, I can get this game used... For like five or ten dollars less than if it was brand new. It's like who the fuck's buying it for five dollars less than brand new? 
I don't I don't understand what the value is there. Yeah, it's like fucking wait a couple days or a week and get the extra five bucks. Yeah, it's like fucking. Yeah. I went to the Fet out to Fenton once to the GameStop there. I think it was Lego Batman Two. Mm-hmm. They had it there used, and I was a dick hair shy of getting it for like forty five bucks. I know that's fucking insane. I went across the street to the Fenton Walmart. Mm-hmm. With the Green Lantern Emerald Knights movie, which I already fucking had on Blu-ray, they had it for thirty-five mm-hmm. in like a special fucking collector's case and everything. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, fuck yeah, I'm pouncing on this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so, what are you fucking stupid? Yeah, so that's why they're going out of business. I think we cracked it. But again, motherfuckers will buy it, so yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I it. And, I mean, like, they're doing the whole collectible thing now, too, and they get, like, exclusive collectibles and shit. So, I don't know how they can be going out of business when somehow they're fucking getting so much fucking shit in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, those, those places are fucking rip-off, man. I know. I'm, I'm, I mean, it, I mean, I know... I know why or how people would do that rather than what I'm going to suggest, but it's like, just put it on fucking eBay, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're still not going to get like a ton, but you're going to get more than a fucking less than a dollar a game for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you can get it to sell, but you know, there's lots of variables involved, but. Well, that's what people always say is like, well, it's $5 now or you can just hold on to it. And it's like, Call me a fucking asshole, but I'd rather hold on to it mm-hmm. than have you fucking straight up fucking shit in my face and be like, well, you know, it's a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I, oh, fuck. I was so enraged and disappointed because. Disappointed. Fucking A. But because it was like, that's going to be my Christmas money. This is going to be awesome. And it's like, uh-huh. nope. Yeah. So now it I'm going to have to fucking figure something else out. I hate you, V-Stock and GameStop. GameStop, you can suck two dicks, too. Mm-hmm. Vintage Vinyl could suck a fart from my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck all these places. <sighs> Fucking rip-off assholes. Mm-hmm. Anywho, time for thank yous? Yep, I think so. Thank yous. As per usual, go to at the J Sarge for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries, at JP Montgomery for taking those pictures of the lovely Lady Logan, and at Looking for Eight for our Knights of Nerd Blitzdom design. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Oh, time for our shit. I threw myself off by not saying that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. Now time for our shit. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Go to podchaser.com slash thenerdblitz, and you can find us there, rate and review us, and all that good shit. Um, And find everything we do at nerdblitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash portfolio. And get yourself some extra audio by going to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com. We've got... Is it five or is it six?
We've got a bunch of albums there, including the Camping Trip, the Nerd Blitz Pilot Trio, the DCCU album. No, the Laughing Bird, the DCCU album. And H.P. Lovecraft's In the Vault for five, four, three, five, and one dollar, respectively. Is that right? I have Is no it just fucking five? idea. I think it's five. Anyway, just go to tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com. You'll find all our extra shit there. You might find something you enjoy. We hope. Maybe. Other than that, I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are. At Fitzman73. And on both the Twitter and the Instagram sham, thank you, ma'am. We are at Nerd Blitz Pod. Now, as a reward for all you fuckers who actually listen to the credits, and it's a good thing, but still I call you fuckers. I'm a real fucking dickhead. Um, we're going to tell you what's coming next episode, because I've been pulling a taffy on these for so long, it's like, bitch, we need to get this done. Episode 92, I'm going to reveal my Dan Shamble cast, and we're going to do a follow-up on those um, Scooby production codes, because I got a big update on that. Really? Yes. Nice. Well, we could talk about uh, the, uh, the the new Scoob images, too. Uh, at that point, we can talk about the fucking trailer. Oh, really? Are they dropping a trailer next week? Monday. This week? Oh, sweet. Oh, and fucking Mandalorian is the next day. Yeah. So we'll at that by the time we get to ninety two, we'll probably have the second, maybe third episode of Mando to cover. Yeah. Oh, I can't but, wait. <clears throat> real quick, what'd you think of those Scoob images? They're pretty good. I kind of agree with you though. Fred looks kind of weird, but He does. He looks fucking dumb. They look very like DreamWorks animation. Yeah. Like uh like despicable me kind of. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, which I like those movies. I know you don't, but I like those movies, so it doesn't, you know, I like that style. We finally saw what Daphne looks like, and you know what? Mm-hmm. She does kind of look a little dated. I know they're supposed to be super modern and shit, but with that green collared shirt, it does make her look a little dated, but mm-hmm. fucking A, dude. She looks just as amazing as Velma and Shaggy and Scoob do. So, but yeah, that's... I've said it many times, and it's like, the voices I know are going to suck. I'm, Angie keeps telling me, he's like, keep an open mind, keep an open mind. And it's like, have you fucking met me, for one? But it's like, I just, I'm sorry, I don't care what happens. He could be great. Nothing is ever going to fucking replace Frank as Fred for me. I'm sorry, it just, that's the way the world works. Yeah, it's never going to be not a weird choice to not have him do it. No, and see, like, uh, Spider Scooby and I have talked about it. I know Scooby and a- Scooby Addict and I have talked about it. <clears throat> it's like, say something happens to Fred or Frank, who's going to play? F- see, I just fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Something happens to Frank, who's going to play Fred? And it's like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. some people have been like, what about Freddie Prince Jr.? And it's like, I mean, he was okay in the movies, but that's Frank's role, man. Like, get rid of Fred, I guess, because... Fred die. Fred dies a tragic death. Fucking a! Like he falls down a well and breaks his neck, and it's like, oh shit! It was a dude in a mask. You're you're going away for a while, dude. <laughs> oh man, I'm old man Jenkins. It's like you're fucking gonna die in prison. Fred was old man Jenkins all along. You killed a sixteen year old boy. And, we're, and you're wearing his skin. He was. Oh, you're going darker than I That's did. That's fucked up. <laughs> well, let's follow your path. 
I was just saying, like, he tripped down a well chasing a ghost, and you're like, no, fucking this dude was wearing his skin, and he's like, put the lotion in the basket. Is she a great big fat person? <laughs> Zoinks. Uh, was that his catchphrase? And he's like, no, they're trying to push hold the phone now. Uh, hold the phone. It sounds weird. And it's like, I know. <laughs> dude, you just had a whole conversation with Buffalo Bill. Fucking Buffalo A, Bob dude. I do it all the time. That's, but, yeah. Man, that's freaky. Anyway, weren't, weren't we done? Did we, didn't we were we, supposed didn't to be. Did we get to the very end of the... You would think... But apparently not. <laughs> Anywho, until next time. Bye. You're not going to do it in a newscastery voice? Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. That was our news sign off. Oh, I see. Our little news sticker. I like it. It was good. I thought of that in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm a good at stuff. <laughs> what, what a what an improv artist you are. Yeah, you want to hear me have another conversation with myself? Not really. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> we'll talk, won't we? Yes, we will. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have hand puppets? Do you do you do puppet shows? for yourself not with not with my hands ew (laughs) those people are gonna regret not staying after the thank yous yeah probably not they're gonna regret staying through the thank yous (laughs) what what kind of voice do you use for that the joker what the pecker puppet show Uh uh-huh Oh, that would be weird, wouldn't it? Just flopping it back and forth, being on. How you doing? Come on, does it feel good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. I've always wondered, like, how it would be. I guess we're gonna keep going for a minute. How fucking freaky it would be if it would creep some broad out of like I'm going to town. It's like, oh yes, I'm almost there. Um, or some shit. I. It probably would not go over well. She would think she's not going to make it out alive. Uh, yeah. Or just think I go into Palpatine and it's like, once more I will cover your titties. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.